Welcome to Elemento Talks, the podcast that connects marketing, design and development experts to help you build better websites. Dusty Davidson is a technology entrepreneur from Omaha, Nebraska, the co-founder and CEO of Flywheel, managed WordPress hosting for designers and agencies. Dusty is involved with Silicon Prairie News, helping to grow, connect and inspire the tech innovation communities of Midwestern US. In our podcast, he explains how web designers manage to bridge the technological gap with WordPress and talks about the client-focused approach that Flywheel is leading. So another Elementor talk and with me is Dusty Davidson from Flywheel. Hi, Dusty. Hi, how's it going? It's great. Uh, and I'm glad we can finally talk and chat. Yeah, it's uh, great. Great to be here. So let's jump right in. Uh, tell us... A bit about I mean currently you run a flywheel which is a design oriented hosting uh, platform for uh, WordPress is that correct yeah that's correct you know flywheel is a, a platform for uh, designers and agencies to be able to build launch and manage uh, the websites that they build for the clients that they work with and you know we provide everything from certainly managed WordPress hosting through tools like our local development environment that allow allow designers and developers to Who build sites for clients to more easily you know build and 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 design and develop the sites uh, that they build for 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 the folks that they work with so I want to go uh, I have a bunch of questions regarding everything you just spoke <laughs> but first I want to uh, ask you what was your journey like how did you get to to found this company and uh, and uh, and yeah how how you got started yeah so flywheel's been around about six years um, prior to that you You know my partners and I have two two partners at flywheel and you know we had worked together for many years at um, at my first company which was a you know it was a software consulting firm right we built websites and applications and really anything that uh, people would 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 bring to us we would build for folks and and uh, ended up doing a lot of work with agencies being kind of their technical partner and uh, d- doing a lot of the WordPress development and For these agency partners of ours, and um, this was in the early days of WordPress uh, you know it wasn 't nearly as robust and I think popular as it is today, but two thousand twelve two thousand and seven so oh, okay. uh, yeah, this is quite some time ago and and you know but we you know we got really excited about WordPress early on and um, and then you know over over time, we built a software application for restaurants and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, but finally, uh, some years later got I would say got the band back together to start uh, to start flywheel and really build the platform that we wish would have existed when we were building sites for clients. And so there's I would say uh, you've been around this business. There's been kind of a rough patch between designers and WordPress historically, and we kind of try to to bridge the gap and you, you do as well. so what do you what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I, you're absolutely right. And I think you, you guys uh, have, have done an amazing job of, of bridging that gap. And I think, you know, years ago, you know, when we, when we were first doing WordPress work, uh, there was a huge gap. And Flywheel talks about the, the, the world of design and development in WordPress coming together over the last probably five or six years, right? And the less technical people can now build really big, 
beautiful, robust websites, thanks to certainly WordPress and and folks like 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 you all. And at the same time, you have you have very technical people who can build beautiful websites as well if they don't if they if they're not good at designing. And I think WordPress has really allowed um, those two worlds to con, con, you know converge. And so you know we've had a, a, a really f- strong focus on designers for the last. Uh, well, since we since we started, and um, you know, that's based on the idea that that those two worlds are colliding. Okay, so what were the challenges would you say back then, and what are the challenges uh, right now in, in terms of uh, people who build sites, uh, designers and developers? Well, I think one of the big things that we've always tried to solve for is that the platform should just work, right? And I think, Historically, too many times people have to spend way too much time uh, on things that, in my opinion, don't matter. Like we, we really want to, to en- enable our customers to, to focus on their clients, to focus on the work that they really love doing. And I think too often they have to tinker and they have to do stuff that is not best suited for them. And so we think a lot about how it should just work, and especially because designers are non-technical, right? You know, as like super technical people tend to like to configure things and tinker and install plugins and all kinds of stuff. But I think that that world is shifting and where it, it like in my opinion, um, the platform uh, should just enable, people to do extraordinary work. And so um, we think a lot about how we build tools and, um, and work with partners that, that help enable that. Yeah, you see tools uh, that are just, I, I would say, vessels for creative work. And it doesn't matter if you're a designer or a video production uh, person or whatever, you just, you, you end up being able to create the, the entire process or, or even, uh, I would say, better outsource some of the work outside. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it, it's, you know, realistically, we, we love working with creative folks and we think that the world is, is filled with creative folks. And we, you know, listen, we get lots of developers that come to us and they're like, you're like, can I use Flywheel? We're a, I'm a developer. And we're like, well, yes, of course. Like we think of creative in the broad sense and, and, and really look at just enabling and empowering people to, to, to do great work for, for themselves or for their clients um, and and we sort of handle all of the technical mumbo jumbo, so to speak. So now, when we started, you said you you cater to developers and designers. So if you started with uh, uh, catering to designers, did you do any special modification in your messaging and in your marketing to or, or your platform itself to accommodate for developers? Well, I think I've always thought of it as you know the the, the core of Flywheel is is built for designers and creative folks, right? And so it should be it should be simple, it should just work, uh, it should be beautiful, uh, it should be elegant, but also it should be powerful um, because oftentimes you know the designers that are working on things are working on teams and they're working with uh, other developers. Or technical folks, and so I always think about it as on the surface, you want it to be simple to use and sort of just get the things out of the way, but under the hood, be able to sort of peel back the onion and and have control or have access to features that myself as a as a in software engineer uh, would want to have and I think that's that's how we think about it and there's lots of features that even going to the early days that that did cater though to the specific workflow of people designing and building websites for clients 
And we, we were the, one of the first to have a, you know, a collaborator feature. We had a, a transfer billing feature. All of these were built to sort of support the workflows of designers who are building sites for clients. And we're in a world where most of the hosting platforms out there at the time kind of uh, weren't, weren't doing any of those things. And so there were a lot of features like that, certainly in the early days and continuing on to today. So there's, this brings me to, there's a big change in, in, the, in the profession itself. I mean, if you consider how I would say isolated the work of the designer and the developer was, you know, the develop, designer completed the task and passed it on to the next stage. So how has that changed? How do you see the profession of web designers today and maybe, you know, in the future? Well, we've always thought about it as, as pretty collaborative. And I think that's, you know, we, we think a lot about at Flywheel, how you enable collaboration amongst teams and amongst, uh, you know, people that are working together on projects. And you might not always work on the same, with the same people on different projects, right? And so, you know, we work with a lot of freelance designers and developers. And, you know, there are people who are building websites in their spare time. I think one trend certainly is the, the the rise of the freelancer in a lot of ways. And, you know, it, it used to be harder to do that. And I think now these days there's, there's millions of freelancers around the world who are building sites for clients. And so that's a huge trend and a huge rise. But I also see it as oftentimes they'll want and need to collaborate with others on things, right? They, they, they get a big project that's, that's too much for them to do, or they don't want to handle part of it, or they uh, are, you know, they're not technical or they're not a designer. And so, you know, I think one of the big shifts is this idea that you don't have to be on a fixed team in order to, uh, in order to build projects that, that you can sort of collaborate with other freelance folks around the world and to work with people who are great on a very specific thing and come together on a project or on, on, on a handful of projects. And so Flywheel certainly thinks about how do we best enable that, that behavior and, and that kind of work style. How about the, the skills of a web designer? Do you see them, do they need to broaden beyond, you know, uh, design and layout and typography? Uh, because I noticed in your, you, you have a newly founded uh, uh, a blog called Layout, right? So I noticed that you had the, all the categories of marketing and development. And, and uh, so how do you see the, the, the skills of the web designer today? Yeah, I think that it's probably pretty hard in today's world to be a designer that, that like only focuses on typography. I, I mean, they certainly exist and, and I, that's actually pretty awesome. But I think you see a lot more folks that have a, you know, that are deeper down the technical stack. Right. And, and I think it's in large part because of, of the tools that are available that mean that you don't have to go super deep in technical knowledge in order to get something done, but you kind of have to be okay at it. And so, you know, I think that, I think that that's right, that there's, there is this, in my opinion, this convergence of designer and developer um, and sort of enabled by, enabled in large part by the tools, WordPress, certainly Elementor, certainly Flywheel. These are all things that I think help enable that where you need some technical aptitude, but you don't need to be a full on developer in order to really do cool things. And so I think it's right that, that, that sort of the, the role or the, the scope of the designer is, is expanding as is, I think the role in many cases of the developer, right? Like they're, they're sort of expanding in the other direction, so to speak. We've seen that shift uh, done very fast in, as you said, freelancers and small uh, one-man uh, agencies. But 
uh, we've seen it, I mean, done, I would say, in a more reluctantly by bigger agencies. So what's your experience here? I mean, and did you have any, uh, I would say, breakthroughs in terms of, uh, you know, bringing on, um, onboarding, you know, agencies and, and larger uh, corporations? Yeah, I think that we, you know, we work with everything from freelancers to really huge agencies. And, you know, I think that the oftentimes the independent folks uh, rely more on tools or frameworks or things uh, that sort of enable them to solve a lot of the technical hurdles in part because they're not really technical um, and in part because it allows them to move more quickly and to get projects done more easily or, or things like that. And what you see, I think in larger agencies is a, they have, they often have teams of people to be able to handle things. They have a full development team B, I think that they have a tendency to, to want full control, right? Whether that's in the code or otherwise, right? Like we're going to design from scratch, uh, not rely on a, 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 whether it's a theme or a, a framework, I think in some way. And, you know, there's lots of reasons for that, right? They, like, the desire for that, the, the, you know, they can charge more. There's lots of, lots of things that go into that. But that's just the general case. I, you know, it's interesting. We, we work with a lot of, like, really quite large agencies that utilize Elementor, that utilize frameworks, or that utilize ways to kind of make them more efficient, uh, while at the same time not sacrificing on design. And so, you know, they were really able to focus on the customer and not, not get so caught up into like, I'm going to need to custom build something. And so you see that increasingly. I think part of it is that historically the tools weren't very good. And so you, you're more like today, I think the tools are better. And so you have more control, but at the same time, you don't have to start from scratch and, and you can empower more, less technical people to do really, I think, really great things, including the end user. Right. And so I think you see that trend uh, increasing and, and it's not just, it's not just the, 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 the small guys and gals that, that do that. It's, it's, I think it's, it's moving across the, across the industry. Excellent. Besides the, the I, mean, I would say the positioning yourself as, uh, as design, you also kind of position yourself, I, I think, as a more humanistic uh, company. And I've spoken to the CEO of Help Scout and some other, other companies that really do that great. So what can you tell us about that as an approach? Because it's rising. We see it in, in Hotjar and, and many other companies, the, the appreciation that the user wants to be treated as a human. You, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, Flywheel since, the, since day one has, has, as we call it, tried to humanize hosting. Um, you know, when we started most hosting companies, if not all hosting companies, websites were pictures of servers and we put pictures of people on our websites. And uh, it was kind of uh, unique at the time and, um, and even still, I think, is in lots of ways. Um, and you're right. We, we believe that, that, that hosting can be a very human experience. Um, you know, we, we wanted to build a, the, the hosting platform that, that you, could, you could fall in love with. You know, at a time when we started, I would describe it as like nobody loves their host. And, and that's unfortunate. But I think that you can be that. And I think the way by which you do that is to build uh, authentic relationships with your customers and provide extraordinary value in a, in a way that, that they want to receive it. Right. It, it's like a lot, a lot of our customers are just, well, frankly, all of our customers are people just like us. And, you know, we, we think a lot about 
what would I want to buy from? Like, what's the company and who are the companies that, that we love to buy from? And can we be that? And because I believe that our customers want that as well. And it doesn't actually matter if they're independent freelancer in like one person or a team of people or even into the enterprise, right? We think a lot about how do you provide a really human experience for people, both as part of the buying cycle and the messaging, but also carries all the way through how we support our customers. It carries through how we build our products and how our products behave and how we, you know, all those sorts of things. So it's, it's, it's not even just like, hey, look at our website has people on it. It's like, what's the full experience of, of a customer from the time that they first interact with Flywheel all the way through the time that they use it and and hopefully they stay for a long time but even you know if they leave like what's the experience of leaving and so that's been a, a big focus of, of files for a long time is there a company that you see uh, or, or a person that you see as kind of uh, as an inspiration or following the same path that you like well I just love I always loved I always loved companies that had real character right like Nailchimp is an example that it's a huge company but it is just Like, it, like they don't take themselves too seriously. Uh, you, it, you like, you just like love using the product. Like it's, it's, it's whimsical. It's the brand is fun. And, and so I think that's, that's always been an example for us of like, man, if, if you could be half as successful as, as those folks and be just as cool, like you'd, you'd be doing okay. Cool. And I, I, two things that you did that actually was on the same page as being humanistic and being fun is uh, one is your book. And the other is local, which we also, I mean, our, our team uh, uses all the time, which is great. Yeah, that's, yeah thank you. Thanks. <laughs> and, and local, uh, I hope everyone knows it, it because it's pretty popular. It's uh, the testing uh, environment platform. But uh, tell us about the book more. Which, which book are you talking about? Sorry? You published a, a book, right? Not yet. No, I have not published a book. We, we, we do a lot of like work. We do a lot of ebook work and yeah. I think that's been really popular for us and you know like how we, we thought about how do you like how do you provide uh, value to people like how do you help people through content and there's lots of ways to do that certainly the blog the, our blog the layout does that and then we, we publish a lot of ebooks and, and even the ebooks you know I think lots of companies treat ebooks as throwaway you know we, we design them really well and we try to make them as valuable as possible because you know I think it's, it's sort of like you you want to provide it's sort of back to the humanizing thing you want to provide value not only in the product but you know how can we Uh, as we you know files mission is to help creatives do their best work and and that's not just with our platform that's in how do we educate people and how do we help them make more money and how do we help them be more successful how do we, how do we help them look better to their customers and so all of those things whether it's the platform or the content that we produce uh, or the tools that we provide sort of roll up into how do we how do we really help uh, designers and creatives uh, do extraordinary work That's great. And we're just uh, out of time, but I want to ask you how people can reach you and Flywheel and uh, continue uh, uh, the, the communication. Yeah, absolutely. So Flywheel uh, is getflywheel.com. Uh, on, on Twitter, I'm at, at DustyD. I don't, I don't tweet that often uh, these days, but uh, uh, love, uh, uh, love following along. And uh, yeah, reach out if anybody has questions and uh, appreciate, appreciate you having me on. Okay, Dusty. So thanks a lot. And thanks everyone for listening. Goodbye.